This is Nancy. And this is Dana. And you're listening to the NY Foodie Family Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the NY Foodie Family Podcast. Post-Thanksgiving edition. Yes, we hope everybody had a delicious and uh, great Thanksgiving holiday. And I just hope we can remember how to record. It's been a while. (laughs) Yes, uh, as we mentioned before we left for our vacation, we have spent the uh, past nine days leaving November 23rd and coming back December 1st on a family cruise our first Thanksgiving on the seas we took the whole circus on the road this year yes we did my parents my brother my sister and her family all uh did a first time family cruise together and we let them cook turkey for us Definitely not as good. Not as good, no. We'll have a redo on the uh, Christmas. Yeah, they have some really interesting ideas about what we consider to be traditional. Yeah. Pumpkin pies, now pumpkin cheesecake. cheesecake. on a brownie <laughs> crust. <laughs> and I thought the turkey itself was good, but the, you know, stuffing was a little off. The stuffing was off. The cranberry sauce was not the canned. My sister did bring a can. That was smart. Of cranberry sauce. And we had a can opener because her daughter only eats the can kind. Don't we all? Don't we all? We did mention. That is our fave. Although I like the chunky kind, but jellies, I guess, more traditional. Yes, I think. Especially with the kids. Especially with the kids. Kids don't like chunks. Don't ask me why. Most so kids. we had a restful vacation and we are back. Um, and we will talk about the cruise in a future uh, podcast. Well, what do we got on for today? Well, we came back on December 1st, and the holidays are upon us. So I'm trying to be very intentional and not be stressed this holiday season. I feel like we started off really well. Uh, we do not do a real Christmas tree, so we were able to put our Christmas tree up before we left. Yep. We took our Christmas card picture before we left. Check. Um, and we actually just ordered that card uh, on Cyber Monday. Double check. So, one thing that we have not done yet is holiday shopping. Hmm. Well, yeah, no, okay. We didn't actually fulfill an order, anything. But no. we got some good ideas. We do. We're not totally lost. We're at the point where we're starting to make our lists of who we need to be buying for. Um, so we thought today's episode might be good to talk about some gift ideas for families in the Hudson Valley. We have quite a few ideas. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, I've actually done a couple different posts on the blog, and formerly when I was writing for the Westchester County Moms blog, I had done a post. So we're going to be going through and sharing some of these ideas. Um, 
just because I know for us, and I'm sure there are many similar couples and families out there who are really not into stuff. Like, we're pretty minimalist in our purchases. We like to do things. We do. We don't like to have stuff. And if we need something, you know, we tend to prefer to just go out and buy it when we need or want it. Um, So we figured these are all ideas that can be enjoyed by the entire family. Yeah, this is not a list of local boutiques and shops this is experiences experiences for the most part um things you can do year-round if you choose to so first up is on the cheaper end a magazine subscription um so westchester magazine who is also the same owners do hudson valley magazine depending on where you live um is a great resource for finding out what's going on in Westchester County and or the Hudson Valley, food, events, travel. Um, We've been subscribers for a while um, and are, have actually renewed, recently renewed our subscription. How much does that go for? You can get one year for 15 bucks, 14.99. And if you do the best deal three years, I think it's like 35. Okay. That's not bad. So, very reasonable. Way cheaper than buying it on on the rack. And, again, full of lots of things to do. You'll be up on all the new restaurant openings and local events. So, a great resource. They like to do a lot of lists, right? The the, the best and the top. and yes. the, the, the best voted <laughs> and, and things that they review and things that the people review. Um, so there's, there's a fair amount to do. And if you don't read, then it still looks nice on your coffee table. Exactly. Okay. Um, next up are park passes. So Westchester County has its own park pass. Um, and they offer a family pass for two adults and any children ages 12 to 18 living in the same household receive individual passes i guess children under 12 um don't i don't know if they're free or if they're just considered um i'm not sure on that so we'll have to so it's 90 bucks for one person and 180 for the family and it's good for three years though oh okay so that's a pretty good deal Um, considering a lot of these parks have parking fees, especially in prime time, spring into fall. Um, I'm double checking, but I think it includes, um, discounted admission to the county-owned parks, pools, and beaches. Uh, you have access to the tennis courts at Tibbetts Park and Yonkers, the boat launch at Glen Island Park, um, where parking is charged, you get a discount and or free. So, um, except for Playland, Playland, Playland Park, you you do have to pay. And at the county fee. center. So, um, they are photo IDs, so you do have to um, go to a park office. And all family members who are getting the pass with the family membership do need to be present. 
All right, so a little bit of work, but I'll do the math for you. That is 30 bucks a year for one person or 60 for the whole family. That's really not too bad. Not bad. If you use it, get out there, and maybe that's a good reason to get yourself out there. Hike, geocache, yeah. use the pool. Yeah. Um, that's one part uh, pass that we have not purchased and don't have experience with. Um, but the other pass is the Empire Passport. Um, and this passport is for New York State Parks. So if you are a fan of state parks, which offer hiking, camping, fishing, um, swimming, you could check out the Empire Pass. Hundreds of locations, right? Hundreds. Uh, how many Dozens. state parks are there in There's New a York? lot. In the whole state? There are a lot. I wouldn't say hundreds. How many so. have we gone to? We, we tried our hardest. We did. We actually had the Empire Pass. Um, On our big New York summer a couple years ago. Yes, we did. Um, and that provides you free entry into, I believe, almost all parks. State yeah. parks. And again. it could be, what, five, seven, ten bucks per park? I think it's at least ten, ten bucks per park. Um, so when we had the pass, it was a sticker that went on the window it was good for one year of our car they are only good for one year how much are they uh currently they're 80 80 dollars but um what's i don't know if it's new for this year but it's new to us is that it's a wallet sized card and it can be used interchangeably between family members and cars which is good because previously like i just said we had it we were given when we purchased it we were given the sticker for the one car. So we had if you were going to the state park, you had to make sure you had the right car with the sticker on it. Exactly. Was it a sticker or a window cling? I believe it was a sticker. Is it a sticker? Yeah, not not easy to swap No. Over. Hmm. Well so, the card card's probably a good idea. So locally there was Bear Mountain State Park, FDR State FDR, Park. Uh huh. Is Rockefeller State Park? I think so. Um Fonstock? There's no parking in Fonstock. Parking charge? I guess. Mm. And what do they do? They give discounts on camping fees and things like that. They really want you to get out there. So, definitely. We got, we got a lot of use out of it. We definitely got more than our fair share of use out of it. Yes, because that summer we had visited several state parks. So we just roll up, show them the sticker, off you go. Now it's a card. What else? So, what else? How about the have? zoo? The zoo. Who doesn't love the zoo? The zoo, by the way, is the zoo. It's the Bronx Zoo. There's no other zoos. Correct. That's like one of the best zoos, I think, in the whole country, quite honestly. Um, We're so. biased, but that's cool. <laughs> so, a basic family membership is for two adults and two children. It provides access to all the, um, all the extra things that they normally charge for. So, like the carousel and the... Uh, monorail and the congo forest i don't know there's there's a whole bunch of different things that you could pay extra did you say for. butterflies already no i'm looking i'm looking it up to make sure that's still true but but carry on what about uh you still have to pay for parking but i think you do get a couple of free parking passes i believe and possibly guest passes you'll have to double check that i am double checking but um it has gotten more expensive. You know, when when you wrote about this a couple of years ago, we actually had to, for today's podcast, actually go back and almost everything, if not everything, has gone up at oh, least definitely. a little bit yes. to a lot. 
Um, Bronx Zoo is no exception. So, all right. So the family zoo plan is 170 bucks. You get two adults, you get the kids, you get the admission to the zoos, and you do not get free Bronx Zoo attractions. That's an X oh, on that one. Oh no! You got to go premium on that one. That's the most popular, and that's 210 bucks. Wow. You do get a two two adults and a guest on that. You can take up to four kids. You get admission to four zoos. And you get the free Bronx Zoo attractions. You get a discount on the Bronx Zoo holiday lights, uh, other varieties of discounts. And I don't see how many. It doesn't say they give you free passes. It says 30 buck add-on for zoo parking. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well. Things are getting expensive. Crazy expensive. Um, However, yeah. if you go to the zoo as a family more than twice a year, then this membership is probably good for you. Well, here's the thing. If the membership went up, then so did everything else at the zoo. So it's not like you're getting taken advantage of on, on, the, um, on the membership because what's the new per day ticket pass i'd have to i'd have to look it up but yeah it's got it's definitely gone up right so it makes it worth it if you go if at least a couple times correct and i feel like if you do get the pass you will make the effort to go we actually had a zoo membership gifted to us which is where i had come up with the idea yeah for it um for one of your family members um and the kids were younger and it was great because most kids love animals um we did take a break because it does you know after several trips in a year to the zoo you're, it, it, you're kind of like okay we don't need to do we this saw again. it all yeah. yeah we actually if i remember right we left a, a few things we're like we need a reason to come back right so we were pr did a pretty cursory trip the first time around when we had that that membership so we had a couple things to go pick back up on, on the second time around if you are looking for a cheaper alternative for a holiday gift um, and do want to do the Bronx Zoo, they have um, returned their uh, Lights at the Zoo event, which they had taken a break from for several years, um, and that's back this year. So maybe um, if you don't want to spend the money or it's too expensive to ask as a gift from a family member, maybe ask for you know, tickets for the family to just go to the one Just event. for the lights at night? Correct. Um, instead of the whole full year membership, just to have that experience. Might be fun. Might be fun. So another local uh, membership is the Historic Hudson Valley, um, which we have had also asked for and received one year for a Christmas gift. And if I remember correctly, we made the most of that. Yes, we did. So uh, the membership, the family membership is now up to 160 bucks. Um, but that gives you access to the great jack-o'-lantern blaze. That's expensive. Um, it gives you tickets to sheep to shawl. That's fun. At Phillipstown, mm -hmm. Phillipsburg, sorry, Phillipsburg Manor. Um, the... Cornucopia at Phillipsburg Manor, yep. which we had done. Um, Discounts on other uh, holiday events, one-time events. Right. Horseman's Hollow, yep. uh, 
uh, Irving's Legend, Dickens' Christmas Carol. Um, those are not included, but you do get discounts on those. So that was um, a fun experience for us, uh, getting to experience all those events. Yeah, and just just like a lot of these things, if you get a membership and there's only like three or four things, then it's going to force you out of the house to get those three or four things. Otherwise, it's just a card sitting in your wallet. Right. So if you are going to ask for these things um, or give them, definitely, you know, make use of them. So another local uh, membership is at the Hudson River Museum. Seventy dollars for the family. That that's gotten a little bit, little bit more expensive, but not not too much. That gets unlimited admission to the museum, Glenview, which is the mansion there, and the planetarium. Um, and you also get a discount in program fees, um, and for the different lectures, concerts, and other events that they have. There. Mm-hmm. Um, not in Westchester County, but. Not too far. Is the Maritime Aquarium in Norwalk. We haven't been there in a while, but that's a lot of fun. It is, and that also is one that's expensive if you go for the day. So, if again, one of those places that if you go for more than twice a year, mm-hmm. membership's probably worth it. You're you're in for 190 bucks for the family, but you're probably in for most of that if you go once. Yes. Yeah. Unlimited admission for the year, special member previews, discounted tickets for guests, um, as well as admission to an IMAX movie each visit. Hmm. So it's been a while. Maybe we should go back. Yeah, we we do like aquariums and zoos. Um, and finally, the New York Botanical Gardens um, has family memberships. And the current price on that is one hundred and forty-five bucks for the family. So that includes year-round admission to the gardens and special exhibitions and it includes parking passes and guest passes as well yeah you go a couple times to any of these things and you're you're way ahead um we've been to the botanical garden train show do you get a do you get a discount on the train show or no um i believe you may and again for something if you don't want to spend the money on a membership um maybe just tickets to that a great gift idea which is what we gifted to my parents one year yeah um was tickets to the big uh, train show and we all went as a Christmas present yeah your dad's a fan of trains and it was a perfect gift and so was Connor so, yeah um, and it's great to see all the um, everything is made out of you know twigs and whatnot natural natural materials yeah. so definitely a, a something you should see at least once the botanical garden show um, if you're not interested in the full year membership I think that covers our passes yes so some just some other experience gifts so again you don't might maybe don't want a full year membership to some of these places that we talked about but um when you're looking for gifts for the kids and things you know that aren't material but experiences some Mm -hmm. other ideas um could be uh boundless adventures on the suny purchase campus yeah which we've done um they sell uh gift cards for, you know, being able to climb um, in their park. Um, maybe do a mystery room, you know, gift, uh, give the gift of, you know, a group outing. Yeah. Do restaurants count as experiences or that's that's not quite? I think so, especially if there's a 
favorite restaurant that someone you know enjoys or that they've been wanting to try, that would be a great way. So it could be a gift certificate or it could be we all go out together, which is even better. Exactly. Plenty plenty of good restaurants in in our area. Uh, How about tickets to a show? Yes, I was just going to say, Westchester Broadway Theater is so close, and we've been enjoying some of their shows recently. Um, Tarantino Music Hall, Paramount, and Peekskill. Capitol yeah. Theater, these are great, even for like a concert. Um, so that's another great experience gift where you can go either together, or um, if you know there's a particular band or show that the person you're you want to gift um would like to see yeah you know that's a great idea so lots of good things on this list so far we got anything else uh thunder ridge ski resort in patterson mm-hmm. um sells gift cards if you have a you know ski fan or snowboard fan um and their gift cards can be used towards tickets food the gift shop um Westchester Winter Wonderland, um, which we'll be going to soon in Valhalla, um, is running, I think, till the end of January, begin the end of December, beginning of January. Yeah. Um, and that's another, you know, fun winter experience where ice skating and other attractions, which we'll be able to report back on soon after soon. we visit. Soon, soon, soon. Um, Legoland Discovery Center in Yonkers. Uh, the Grand Prix New York in Mount Kisco. They just did a big renovation there. Um, but they have the go-karts and the arcade. Um, and even Spins Hudson, which, you know, has the laser tag and the arcade um, the climbing area. And the climbing area. Yeah. So, again. Lots to do, huh? Lots of, yes. There's lots of fun things in Westchester County and the surrounding area that would make great gifts for either kids or individuals or families um, just to get out there and do things. And I'm sure we forgot a few things, so... Oh, we definitely have, I'm if, sure. If you ha- are angry that we missed something, <laughs> feel free to let us know, and we'll we'll apologize, of course, <laughs> and put it on our list for next year. We'll probably do something very similar. Yes, email us at nyfoodiefamilypodcast at gmail.com. So is that it? Is that, it? Is that our list for right now? I think that's a pretty decent list there of gift experiences somebody you know probably likes one of those things right so instead of you know trying to fight the stores or just get something just to get somebody something you know help help make an experience and a memory if you got all your shopping done the first week of december then good on you but (laughs) for everybody else like us you need some it's not quite it's not last minute yet no, it's definitely not last minute. But it, it's it's cruising right along. So we got three weeks, two weeks. When this airs on December fifth, we'll have twenty. You know, twenty days till for that for that for Christmas or, um, I think Hanukkah this year is December twenty fourth. Yeah, right around the same time. Yes. So. So get cracking. Use our ideas. 
Send us any thoughts, comments, or questions on, on our list, and uh, let us know if we missed anything. But um, let's let's wrap this up, and we'll, we'll be back with quick hits. Okay, welcome back to this week's quick hits. Nance, what do we have up first? So first up, we have a restaurant pop-up. It's not happening till January, but tickets are actually on sale right now. Um, Eric Korn, who is the executive chef at Monteverdi um, in Cortland Manor, uh, at the beginning of the goat trail over there, Mm -hmm. um, is doing a pop-up dinner that will run for four weekends, uh, starting January 10th and 11th until February 7th and 8th, and it's called The Elephant Tree. Sounds like fun. Do you know how long it's open, or just, I guess, pop-up means not very long? No. Like I just said, four weekends. Oh, four weekends. That's it? No no middle of the week? That's it. Just four weekends. Um, I guess that's probably a Friday, Saturday night, Um, and seatings are between 7 and 8 p.m. Oh, and it's a five-course dinner with a wine pairing uh, for $110 a person. Is that good? Sounds pretty good. It sounds pretty good. I tend to avoid these type of dinners where wine is included because I, unfortunately, as you know, don't drink wine. So I feel like um, a lot of that is, inclu- you know, part of the price. So cut out the wine. We'll, right. I would we'll totally, show for food. Yes. I would totally do a pop-up if... Uh, wine was like an optional, optional. cost. Um, but I do love the idea of pop-ups. I've not been to one yet, but think the concept is fun. And we've never been to Monteverde. I, I hear it's very good and probably semi-expensive. So yes. this seems to be kind of in line with their other caliber of food. I would think so. Um, and... I'm not familiar with Chef Eric Korn. He was uh, formerly owned Wolfert's Roost in Irvington, um, which I was not familiar with. I've never heard of it. But, yeah, if you're looking for something fun to do in the new year, check out the Um, pop-up. Like I said, the menu is up. Um, It's called The Elephant Tree, and you can go to elephanttree.fun.com backslash food to buy tickets and to check out the menu Hmm. okay check it out what do you got so what do we got we got a tap room the very first tap room in new rochelle that is the uh diner bruco cider at mount vernon and that's a pretty new company apparently it's only been around since 2017 so in the last couple years it's really gotten around pretty fast uh it's available in cans for the most part locally but they've done well enough that they opened a uh permanent retail spot downtown in in new rochelle and it was actually a former uh hair salon as i understand it so there's some elements of old school hair salon plus diner culture some uh swivel stools and a big long counter and you can buy the cans on one end and they have a lot of their ciders on tap and they do offer what it sounds like, uh, other offerings from other other breweries and some bourbons and things like that. So, no food though. So if you're if you're looking to sit down with some food, um, I think they welcome you to 
B Y O F. B Y O F. And there's a pizza place down the street that I think can deliver there. Nice. So that... you had me at cider. <laughs> I would totally check that out. New Rochelle is totally on the opposite side of the county. Not convenient um, at all. But has a lot of good eats, as we know. So that that should be fun. Um, and then, yeah, there there are a couple of food spots around there, but they do not serve any food there. So um, B B Y O F on that. Nice. All right. Next up, we have a. New biography on Janis Joplin, and actually that would be the 50th anniversary of her death, right? So 2020 from 1970, if I got my numbers right. You're the math person. <laughs> if I got the right year, too, being the math and the history guy. Uh, so any lo- local local author, Holly George Warren, has written a bunch of other books about other um, Americana and musicians. Um some people you might may not, may not have heard of, uh, Gene Autry, uh, you know, the 1950s cowboy singer. No. Um, maybe not. Maybe you've heard of Roy Rogers, probably in the same vein. Okay. Um, I don't think she wrote about Roy Rogers, but that's another story. So she is publishing that on the tumultuous and short life of Janis Joplin, and she's a, she's a local author. Don't have much more about it than that. Maybe... Again, I'm not a huge memoir, biography reader, um, unless it's someone I'm super interested in. Um, And while I'm familiar with and like some of Janis Joplin's songs, I'm not a huge fan of hers. I don't know. That sounds maybe possibly like something you'd read. Maybe more more up my alley. So. So I'll uh, try to track that down. All right. That's that's about it on that. What's next? So... We can call a segment uh, Chefs Doing Other Things. Okay. <laughs> Hudson Valley Chefs Doing Other Things. Um, so, Chef, uh, let's see, his name is Frank Carney, who is now at heritage food and drink or i should say probably formally yes former executive chef at heritage food and drink which is in wappingers falls and on one of the restaurants that i would like to try um and also uh formerly of millhouse brewing company which oh yeah we enjoyed so, um good restaurant up also so what's Pickett he doing State. now he is opening a sandwich shop <laughs> so he will be opening it in Wappingers Falls, and it will be a mix of Jewish and Italian specialties. So, uh, it is probably actually open now. It's expected to open at the end of November. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's supposed to be classics, you know, corned beef, roast beef, turkey, the classic deli sandwiches, but um, with his, you know... A twist? background in no going classic but also serving different things like korean fried chicken sandwiches and fried bologna sandwiches um and other types of things like that so with his chef background i you know exactly i'm pretty sure these are gonna be some good sandwiches all right put that on the to-do right kind of having me remind me of you know mason sandwich company in East Chester that mm-hmm. we really like, um, but 
you know, this one further up north in Dutchess County. So definitely someplace I hope we'll be checking out soon. All right. Can't wait to uh, see the menu on that. Okay. And it is also, it seems very far away, but it's really not. Uh, Westchester Magazine always has their, you know, best of party. Um, It's held in the middle of July where they celebrate all their best of winners, but you have to actually start nominating and voting now. now. Yeah. So nominations are actually, polls are open. I should say ballots are open um, for readers of, or anybody in Westchester County to start nominating their favorites, businesses, restaurants, etc. They have, you know, a ton of categories um, and they do just ask that when you fill in your ballot that you at least do five categories um, out of the tons that they have. But um, yeah, ballot was live December 2nd and ends and on January 22nd. So start getting your votes in now. Um, eventually they will do uh, runoff voting um, for different categories Um, And, you know, these are the winners that you see celebrated in July. People actually make their voices heard. Yes. So let your favorites know that you like them. Exactly. If there's a place that you're really passionate about, you know, give them some love. Give them some love. And then I'm excited to see who wins in July. But let's not not rush to next July already. Exactly. It's so far away. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) take, Take our time on that. We're getting snow and, uh, yeah, I can't think of summer and July. So wrapping it up, um, for those of you that miss Toys R Us, zombie Toys R Us is coming back. Um, a firm had bought them out and they're reusing some of their assets and they're opening some new stores. Uh, it's going to be slightly different, but the first one. Uh, happens to be in our area in Paramus, New Jersey. Not super far. No. Is that right near Far right? enough. I Is that by Ikea or am I totally... That's by one of the Ikeas. Okay. There's there's one in Paramus and one in Elizabeth. So it depends on if you're thinking about the Paramus. Okay. Ikea. Um, but if you're interested to see how they revive the, uh, the dead Toys R Us, they went out of business... Well, they declared bankruptcy in 17 and started closing things in 2018, which was only last year. So the fact that they're trying to bring it back, I guess they have good confidence that there's something there. Um, My understanding is that they're really going to pare down what they offer. So only 1,500 toys versus the many, many thousands. Yeah, there's Um, tons. Lego, Nintendo, Nerf, Paw Patrol have their own sections. There's also a treehouse in the middle of the store. I don't know what that means. Um, Probably like a play thing for kids to climb on. In-store movie theater, a spot for programmed events, birthday parties, and uh, probably a little bit more interaction and hand-holding and helping you to order things that they might not have in-store. So apparently there's an appetite still for having a store where you can actually look at real things. Yeah, I mean, poor children nowadays can't be like, oh, take me to the toy store. There's few and far between. I hope they bought the song to go with it. The Jeffrey song. I want to be a Toys R Us kid. Uh, Come on now. (laughs) I do not. That's that's an asset. They had to buy that. Oh wow. Yeah, if they sold it off to somebody else, or just I don't know. I don't know what happens with these things. Whether you get the whole package, you have to buy 
the name and the rights and the logo and all, all that stuff. Well, best of luck to them. Best of luck to them. To revive. You know, well, hey, not too far is the, the giant mall we talked about a couple weeks ago. American Dream, which we passed driving home from the cruise. Um, and, yeah. So on the day that you're maybe comboing the Mega Mall, <laughs> maybe stopping at Ikea for a couple quick pickups, then you can check out the new the new Toys R Us. That sounds like a weekend trip. That's that doesn't a, that, sound like a day that's trip. A, that's a full weekend trip. <laughs> maybe, maybe sleep in your car and make a full full weekend shop out of that. Um, I don't have an opening date on that, but soon. And then they plan on opening eight more stores across the country sometime in 2020. So figure major metropolitan areas, I'd have to guess. Yeah, I would think to try and... Chicago, Los Angeles, I don't know. Boston, Miami. St. Louis, I don't know. pulling out big cities. Just just pulling out the big cities. Um, But I guess they're waiting to see how how well this one does. But they do have eight more lined up, so... Okay. It's back, I guess. And better? Who knows? Yeah. They must think it's better. Our children are actually, I think, past the age of the toy store. So it's probably something that we are not checking out. <laughs> no, we probably won't check it out. Just out of curiosity, maybe. If we happen when to... we're driving, yeah, just you know, to Ikea to and <laughs> the American dream. Yeah. All right. Well, we probably won't be reporting back on that. But let's uh, let's tie it up. All right. So if you want to shoot us an email, if you have any recommendations, questions, uh send it to nyfoodiefamilypodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can check out our show notes with all the links to the things we talked about in this week's episode on the blog, nyfoodiefamily.com. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.